Bitcoin fixes the money. The Texas Beef Initiative fixes the food. It's time to fight for your lifestyle and your nutrition. This is Texas Slim's vision. Hey guys, this is Texas Slim. I have Michael with Oshi this morning, and we're going to talk about the Texas Beef Initiative and the Oshi app. Hey, Michael, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Slim. Good to uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, we had a good first rip when I first started going with the podcast. The audio was kind of horrible on my part, but we're getting a little bit better. I got a good production team there in Austin all those guys everybody knows who they are um you've been pretty busy since then you uh you just had a couple of crazy weeks kind of let me know el salvador and what happened at the block party in austin and then we're going to go into some new details about the texas beef initiative and i'm going to let you paint some roadmaps with the oshi app and basically our partnership as well so uh what was el salvador like yeah, it was El Salvador was great. It was good to be back there. Um, I went, I believe, in July. Got to meet um, a lot of the a lot of the people uh, at Bitcoin Beach and Galoy. Got to work with the people there and kind of experience um, how they see Bitcoin. You know what their what their take on it is, how they're using it, why they're using it, um, which I think is is really important to be there on the ground just to see. Um, you know, they don't have access to digital payments. Uh, they never have. Uh, most of them are unbanked. Uh, it's a cash-based economy primarily. So giving them those options to actually kind of open up um, their business to, to the wonders of e-commerce and accept digital payments from anyone in the world, you know, instantly. Uh, that's pretty powerful for them. And to actually be able to hold money, you know, in Bitcoin, um, without the use of any middlemen or, you know, a mattress to put on top of it kind of thing. Right. Which is, which is pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But aside. Yeah. I think that a lot of people, you brought up a good point, you know, it's a cash society. A lot of people don't realize that. So the adoption period of the digital, you know, transactional thing, but they do all pretty much have smartphones, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Internet usage is pretty uh, ubiquitous, even if it's, you know, sporadic at times. Most people have access to the Internet, but most people aren't really utilizing it um, whenever they're sending and receiving money. Uh, if they don't have access to, to the banking system, they don't have, you know, the, the privilege of sending a payment over a digital medium. So I, I went to the Adopting Bitcoin conference. I spoke a little bit about kind of that that paradigm um, that, you know, e-commerce we've barely even scratched the surface on it and you know with that obviously a lot of ideas for oshi and, and how oshi works um you know that that's where it came from um but i guess to, to transition to the to the block party uh in austin mm -hmm. you know these these businesses have digital payments they have bank accounts they don't operate on a cash-based economy so the challenge is how can you convince people in the United States to actually engage with Bitcoin? How can you provide the incentives for them? And, you know, we, we threw this uh, Bitcoin block party and we had over 400 unique users purchasing 
you know, food and drinks from these food trucks and from a bar, all in this, you know, hyper dense area uh, on Rainy Street. Um, you know, it, it was it was pretty incredible that the business owners loved it. Uh, they were all, you know, accepting Bitcoin payments. We were giving them Bitcoin uh, rewards, uh, you know, whenever they purchased and supported their local communities, local businesses. So it was it was quite the sight to see. Yeah, it was a it was a great turnout. I heard a lot about it, and um, it was actually a lot more people than I some some thought would show up. So, right. uh, so I, there's a lot of exposure. There's a, did you learn anything that that you were uh, that you were happy about that you you weren't you maybe not have thought of? Uh, was there any little issues that you came across, or the what what was what was the takeaway basically of pulling off the block party in Austin on Rainy Street? Yeah, um, you know, honestly, it went it went fairly kind of as I had anticipated, but I definitely learned quite a few things. There were some small hiccups as well that were easily ameliorated. But, um, you know, something that I learned that I found interesting was that some people were automatically thinking about using Oshi. So browsing local deals, you know, seeing the businesses in their community that are supportive of Bitcoin, because they knew that if they go to those businesses, they might actually see some Bitcoiners there. Right. <laughs> so they'd get more like interaction community because Bitcoin is a community, right? It's an ideology. It's a technology. It's, it's a variety of things. Um, so, so that was something really, really important for me um, to understand because they yeah, have people love just chatting with, with other Bitcoiners. Um, you know, the, the next morning people got together and they went to a coffee shop. That's also on, on the OSHA app. That's, that's a ways away from, from rainy street. Uh, they got together, they went to the coffee shop, they had some coffee and, you know, each and every day, I think we have somebody, some people go into that coffee shop and, and, uh, interacting with other Bitcoiners. I think that's real something that we probably don't talk about enough, or let's say we don't really dive deep enough into, um, the usability. Okay, you're providing a form of usability that builds community. And you think about that. If somebody's looking at the OSHI app and they're looking for places that other Bitcoiners are using and, or going to frequent, and they're looking at businesses that are giving specials because of the Bitcoin and the OSHI app and the Lightning Network, that is a form of a, it's it's you could almost say it's a social media trend that nobody's really talking about because once this starts kind of catching some steam, that's going to be very powerful because people are going to make decisions. And <laughs> I'll say this up front, it, it really, quality is going to matter, of course, and Bitcoiners will figure out the quality. But the number one call to action, where am I going to go have my cup of coffee today? Well, I'm going to go where they're accepting Bitcoin. And I know other Bitcoiners are there. That is That's not right. discussed enough. And we really need to start bringing that out because we have yeah. all this crap. We're, we're more connected than we've ever been as humans, but we are so, so disconnected. It hurts and it's a, it's a bad thing. So you, we can start using this as a social media app. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. How I look at how I look at Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is a monetary network. 
And the internet is more of a social network. It's a communication network. And the, the, the melding the two together, you have a socioeconomic network. Um, you know, whenever you're able to look on an app and find these businesses that are accepting Bitcoin, you're going to want to go and support them, right? And, and, you know, the first morning that we, we added that coffee shop, or I guess the, the, we, we added it the, the e- in, in the evening, and then the next morning, um, you know, I, I made a post about it. And there were six people that showed up uh, just unsolicited <laughs> to this coffee shop. There was actually one person that I invited, but we get there and there were already two people there enjoying their coffee <laughs> paid for in Bitcoin using Oshi. Uh, and then two more people showed up as we we're about to leave. So we were just like, this is so cool. We're having like a mini Bitcoin meetup <laughs> right here in Austin, just because, you know, you put out the signal and the people come, you put out the Oshi signal <laughs> and people are going to come to that business and support them because without, you know, whether that business um, understands this or not, like they are in fact now supporting freedom, you know, sound money, you know, uh, self-sovereign individuals, like that is the signal they're now putting out. And that's pretty powerful. Well, I, I think it's, 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 it's leverage, right? It's, it's how we leverage Bitcoin. Once again, Bitcoin gets us to a place that we weren't really paying attention to. And now it gives us a new, new form of leverage that we can really I'll say we can exploit the crap out of it in very positive ways that it's unspoken. It's a behavioral uh, aspect that we really, you know, as I said before, not talking about enough and maybe identifying enough that we can really use as a signal to really say, hey, this is this is going to get you closer to people that are thinking like you. And that, you know, you you probably want to be hanging out with, you know, Bitcoiners, <laughs> they're, we're all, all right. we're all different, of course, you know, look at me, I'm this old small town country boy that spent time in the big city <laughs> most of his life. And, you know, everybody's got a different story, right? And so, but one thing right. that we can do, usually we can get in the same room and we can have a pretty damn good conversation. And the dialogue usually just, you know, it goes to places and it's interesting. So, you know, I think that you're doing something, you know, with the OSHA app that's it's it's got a lot of unforeseen little treasures and gems in it that, uh, you know, definitely. we definitely, you know, maybe we'll I don't know, we'll, we'll get car to design a new T-shirt like once a week. <laughs> it'll be the t-shirt, right. it'll be the T-shirt of the week of the, you know, the meetup of Bitcoiners using the OSHA app whatever that's right yeah yeah that's right like if you go to this if you go to this coffee shop or you go to this bar or if you go to this restaurant yeah you you just might run into some other bitcoiners and a a little bitcoin meetup may ensue and yeah the second and third order effects of 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 oshi and just really of of building this kind of bitcoin circular economy um i think are unfathomable i mean just me getting out there trying to talk with these businesses about why they should consider accepting Bitcoin and, and you know, using Oshi as just merely a tool to help convince them to do so in a way that makes sense for them. Um, that's, that's led me to, you know, learn more about my community, learn more about various businesses that are around me that I've never seen because I'm actively seeking them out now. I'm actively, you know, I want to talk to, to the business owner, you know, I'm going in there, I'm shaking his hand. Hey, this is a cool place. I've never been here. Like, you know, I, I want to, you know, grab some coffee and I try it. And I'm like, man, this is good. And I'm like, Hey, do you want to be on the Oshi app? <laughs> you, know? Right. Um, um, you know, and, and I've already talked with people that it's like, Hey, I actually live right down the street from this place. I had never been here, but if they accept Bitcoin, I'll go here all the time. Like, and, and, you know, maybe that is 
it's it's this community building. Like now, now you're going to support businesses closer to you simply because you know that you feel that they're a part of your community now, and the Bitcoin community is growing. And you know whether people are are doing it from an ideological reason or just simply to earn some Bitcoin rewards, um, you know, I feel like it does help build community. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's that's something that we have to understand as community. But what people need to really understand as well, and I've done some pretty big research on how community has been exploited in the past. And everybody out there listening to this or is going to listen to this or whatever, community starts with the strong individual. You have to have a strong individual first that wants to contribute to community and wants to bring power and empowerment to that community. That's how communities work. So as far as Bitcoiners out there, you know, we're asking because we're going to have to we're going to this is a numbers game. Everything is a numbers game. It's a quality numbers game at this point in time. Well, we have to understand when we're saying onboarding or talking to about, you know, talking to business owners about, you know, the OSHA app and onboarding and using Bitcoin. What we have to understand is that it's a conversation to be had in the very beginning. It's not a sales pitch. It's a conversation to strike up. People talk about the weather. We'll quit talking about the weather and let's talk about, hey, you know, I live down the street, just like you said. If you accept mm -hmm. a Bitcoin, I know I could bring you more business and there's ways to do it now. Whenever you're ready to have that conversation, you know, let's have that conversation. I'll see you tomorrow whenever I get my next cup of coffee. Show, right. that, show that you're already a loyal customer and that you want to bring more loyal customers to them. That's is how we get the conversation going. It's not about selling somebody then walking out because they didn't say yes to onboard the Bitcoin right then and there. <laughs> and right. it is it becomes your daily conversational piece. If you're going to talk about freaking CNN, if you're going to talk about the distraction that they throw at everybody 24-7, well, you become the distraction. You start the new conversation. You create the narrative. You are the signal and you have power to back right. it up now. And that's what people need to start understanding. It doesn't mean if you're, it doesn't mean anything if you're talking to somebody that's owned a business for 50 years or 100 years in a family business or somebody that's just opening up, the conversation's still the damn same. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's, we need to start transitioning from just only talking about the problems to start talking about the solutions and presenting the solutions. You know, we all know the problems, generally speaking, right? Or though, well, everybody can feel the problems, even if they don't know exactly what they are. It's time to start talking about the solutions, right? It's time to get people out there and, and you know, approaching these businesses, approaching ranchers, approaching friends and family, not with, oh, hey, like, you know, central banking is, is destroying the world. Uh, inflation is, is getting horrible. Like all of the stuff that's entirely true. Um, we need to start talking about the solutions. You know, that's a good point. And I, I was thinking hard yesterday about all this because I'm, I'm going to start increasing my signal. I think I'm ready for it. We're, we're pretty good. We're getting pretty set up for the platform and everything. But one thing that I was thinking yesterday is as far as, you know, the signal and everything and the solutions and the problems, you know, my sub stack started everything, the harvest of deception. 
if you don't know what's going on out there in the food, I'm going to transition into the food world. If you do not know what's going out uh, in the food world and how they're about to change our food supplies, go read my Substack. That's all you need to know. You don't need to keep on focusing right. on what the issue is going to be. It's happening. Everything that I said is going to happen has happened. It's going to happen. It's got receipts. It's got data behind it. This is coming. So I'm transitioning everything into the solution. And as you just said, my solution is it's going to get pure beef to the brain. That's the number one thing right there. That is it. Nothing more. And so what do I need? Well, I need right now, I need I need Bitcoin. I need Bitcoin. I need decentralization thought. I need people to start thinking different whenever they're walking down the aisles of the supermarket. And there's so many things, but how do I get there? Well, I start providing the solution. Boom. And that's the only thing I'm, it's not the only thing, but 90% of my message and my signal now is going to be about the solutions. And you and I have teamed up and that's what we're doing. We're bringing the solution now. We know what the problems are, people. Quit talking about them 24-7. Let's be the people that actually, as everybody else is distracted with all the issues, now it's time to build, it's time to create, it's time to bring the solutions to your table, to your consumption, be it content of audio, food, video, whatever it is, bring the solutions. Right. Yeah. It's, it's time for people to, you know, get off their ass yeah. and use the tools because, you know, like I said, I, I, I spent thousands of hours listening to podcasts, watching videos, reading books, um, all formulating, you know, my knowledge base, uh, uh, surrounding Bitcoin effectively. And I was like, Oh, is this, is this true? Is that true? And I'd go to economics. Shoot. It is true. <laughs> you know, right. Is this true? Is that true? I go study food. Oh shoot. It is study, study regenerative agriculture, right? Study all these things. I'm like, shit, this is all true. And then from that point, we have to try our best to come up with the solutions that can fix those problems. Because if you know what the problems are, but you're not actively trying to solve them, then you're just LARPing. <laughs> you know, eventually you have to take that step whenever the time is right to actually get out there and, and do something about it. And, you know, ultimately with, with Oshi, like this is just, you know, I, this is just my version of the solution that I said, you know, I've learned, I've, I'm always going to keep learning. But at that moment, I was like, okay, I have to do something with this information that, that I've accumulated over the years. And, I, and I've studied, I can't just sit on it and wait for someone else to do something. So yeah, so we, so we built the OSHI app just as a tool to show people how Bitcoin can empower your community, to show people how Bitcoin can empower the individual um, and do so in a way where, you know, it's just this simple little marketplace where you can you know pay in bitcoin you can earn bitcoin you can find all the best businesses in your area that support bitcoin and accept bitcoin and are participating in a bitcoin economy and you can help usher in that circular bitcoin economy in your town or your city and and we'll, we'll actually pay you in sats to do it paying in sats to do it so go back to that just just let's highlight on that real quick because that's a value add right now i don't think enough people understand let's let's kind of map out the the roadmap of sats back from from the inception of the purchase to all the way through the chain of of sats back yeah 
Absolutely. <clears throat> so, so effectively, how OSHI works is we're we're enabling businesses to um, arbitrage the costs of doing business, the traditional costs of doing business. So whether that's payment processing fees, um, you know, swiping the card that leads to, like I said, a variety of fees and financial intermediaries getting their cut. It also subjects them to fraud and so on. We take that fee and we go, hey, this fee using Lightning should be near zero, right? right. And with that fee, we replace it with value. And that value is the ability to promote and market your business. And you can run a discount. You know, businesses are already running discounts. I went to a burger place the other day. They were, had a half off burger, 50% off a burger. And the burger was fantastic. It was actually at the Meteor coffee shop. I, I had no idea they were running a promotion. So now I need to get them to give a 50% sats back <laughs> right. promotion. They're already doing these things, right? But the signal isn't there. So if you were to purchase this item, you would receive, you know, sats back. And whether that's the business is already running a, a large discounted promotion, or they're just trying to arbitrage the legacy financial system. So, you know, whenever I swipe my card for a cup of coffee, that's going to cost about 5.6%. A $3 cup of coffee is going to cost the business 5.6%. You know, what can you do with that 5.6%? Could you incentivize your customer to keep coming back? For instance, could you have a loyalty program that pays them in sats every single time they shop at your store. Um, now, in terms of the, the commission, the we'll pay you in sats for onboarding businesses in your area, you know, OSHI charges a platform fee. Um, currently, that sits at just 2.5%, which is cheaper than what these businesses are already paying in payment processing fees. But again, we've replaced that payment processing fee with value, with the ability to market, with the ability to, to, to issue rewards, you know, and so on. Um, and really the ability to start a network and bootstrap an entire network of individuals that want to see Bitcoin succeed in their, in their communities in the world. So what we do is from that fee, we, we give up the 50% of that fee uh, back to the people that have onboarded their friends and families uh, to Bitcoin. That, that, have, that have onboarded these businesses to Bitcoin. So we actually you know, do a profit share, um, an affiliate commission of sorts. So if you onboard a business, uh, at this stage, you'll receive 25% of the OSHI fee in rewards, like in, in profit share commission um, for every single promotional transaction that, that that customer makes or that business actually sells. Um, say that again. And you know, we say can, that again. I don't think people understand yeah. the 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 vastness of that. Let's say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so effectively, if you were to get out in your community, and let's say you go to a business that you frequent, a coffee shop, a restaurant, whatever. Maybe you know the owner. Maybe you've chatted to the managers. Maybe maybe they know you. Maybe there's a relationship there. Maybe there's trust there. You go up and say, hey, there's this cool new app where you can incentivize all these crazy Bitcoiners <laughs> and all these other people in the community that would love to earn some free Bitcoin. You can be a part of the future. You can future-proof your business. You can tap into the Bitcoin network and you can sell your products and services to locals. And, and if, if they say yes, 
if they onboard, if they run a little promotion that they're already running, they're already doing them. And somebody purchases that promotion from that business. If you shared your referral link with that business, you will receive 25% of the Oshi platform fee in Bitcoin commission. Like you will receive that over Lightning Network instantly. Every single promotional sale that that business makes. And furthermore, every single purchase that the friend or family member that you onboarded with your RefLink makes, you'll receive, we're thinking about 10% of, of that as commission as well. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to incentivize everyone in the community to start using Bitcoin and using this viral feedback loop to create this, this flywheel effect where people are going to want to spend in Bitcoin. They're going to want to earn Bitcoin. They're going to want to support local businesses who are on the OSHI app, accepting Bitcoin, issuing Bitcoin rewards. Um, and that's definitely not priced in. No, that's not priced in at all. And, you know, it's such a healthy way to, you know, to instigate the conversation, to build the dialogue, you know, just sitting there and creating that relationship with the value add from the rewards to the percentages back for the business owner, the, the free promotional type of aspect of Oshi, you know, all the way across the board. You know, I heard somebody the other day on a podcast, and I can't remember who it was. And one thing that they said is that they they kind of see what you're doing where somebody could actually go out there and create their own business just by onboarding people with the Yoshi app. That they could actually Absolutely. really blow this stuff up and that they could actually create a career path out of this. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. We built this product. I'm really bullish on the product. I think the product, uh, you know, we're already seeing some really interesting uh, behaviors uh, from people who are using it. We're, we're, we're building users, we're building businesses, we're having businesses reach out. Um, it's gaining some traction and we're excited. Uh, we are now having people reach out and say, Hey, like I'm in Vegas. Um, I was like a professional salesman. I, I, I did car sales for many years and now I'm like the executive sales lead and uh, I train people how to sell. And they're like, you know, I want to take this to Vegas and I want to retire off of this. <laughs> and, and, and while, while, you know, we'll, we'll see if that's, if that's entirely possible. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. but um, if the, if the product begins, you know, really works, like I think it'll work and it'll have an effect on the community. Like I think it will. Um, I think that's a very real possibility for individuals to actually, even, even if you're only spending, you know, 20 minutes a week, even if, even if you, uh, just, you know, go into a business that you're already going into to grab your morning coffee and just start the conversation. Yeah. Like if they sign up with your ref link, you will receive commissions off that and it's percentage based. So, you know, sure. If, if they don't sell anything, well, whatever, you know, I, 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 I talked with them and I got it, but if they start selling things, you will receive commission off of it. And, and, you know, I, I guess the old Satoshi Nakamoto quote, it's like, you know, you might want to get some just in case it catches on. Uh, something that I'm starting to think about is, you know, you might want to onboard some local businesses and ranchers just in case it catches on. Because if it does, you, you know, that time would have been well spent. <laughs> yeah. And once again, it's just about 
community. It's about looking people in the face and the eyes and shaking their hand. You know, it's it's about, you know, not not putting up with the division of interpersonal communication anymore. It's actually living life. There's so many things, you know, we could go on, but I won't go there. But right. yeah, I see I see something very viable with that, you know, and it's not, you know, it's not scam like it in any way. You know, affiliate marketing right. is sometimes looked at as bad, but something like this, this is a power, you know, that that people can bring into their life if they're interested. You know, if they if they love meeting people, leverage it, man. Go out there and, you know, spend the weekend talking to everybody. Go down to Congress in Austin, Texas on the weekend and just hit every one of them, you know, and just make that your lifestyle. If you need to go have Bloody Marys or mimosas, you know, you need to go, <laughs> right. you need to go buy a new pair of cowboy boots that, you know, Allen's there or whatever. You need to buy uh, all you women. There's a new hat shop down there. It's uh, I think it's uh, the Stetson or resist all. I think they got them all. I think it's Stetson actually a Stetson yeah. hat shop that there's a lot of things on Congress going on. Make your rounds start on board exactly you want to talk about some business that's going on in south congress on saturday mornings all the way till 2 a.m go down to austin and hit it and just do it make it your lifestyle and you know be known for it you know austin's weird right so we'll be yeah. weird <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah we, we kind of touched on it earlier i mean Whenever I got out there and I started going like business to business to business, talking with just hundreds of businesses, I discovered all these businesses that I didn't even know existed. Um, and, I, and I'm glad I did. You know, sometimes you'll go in there and you'll like buy a coffee and you know, start chit-chatting with the owner or the manager or whatever, the barista, whatever it may be. Um, and then, you know, you'll, you'll do the pitch and then, okay, yeah, you know, give contact information. You go to the next coffee shop, you get another copy, yeah. <laughs> you know, ne next thing you know, you're, you're actually getting out there, you're supporting businesses, you're discovering new businesses, you're, you're, um, building, you know, uh, getting in, in touch with your community. Um, like I said, it's a, it's an interesting, maybe second or third order <laughs> effect of, of getting sure. out there and, and pitching it. But also, you know, something that's critically important here is that, you know, I, Ultimately, like I built this product for me too, because I would never shut up about Bitcoin. Like I tell everybody about Bitcoin until I'm blue in the face, whether they cared or not. Um, this gives people a way to monetize off of that energy. They, they can go out there and talk about Bitcoin like they always do, except instead of talking about the problems, because whenever you typically describe bitcoin to someone they first have to understand the problems so normally the conversation devolves into the problem that's or that's where it starts right and eventually the solution is like yeah you just buy bitcoin and that's the solution but if you can come at the problem and you can say right away you can be like here's a solution for your business and it, and if you start accepting bitcoin and using this solution it also will help you with these other problems that affect you on your day to day. And then the grand, in the grand scheme of things, it's like, it's also going to help solve these massive problems that I'd love to tell you about, but you probably wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> and then the five minutes of time I have to explain, Oshitia, you're not going to want to hear the rest. No, that, so, that comes in time. That comes after those thousand hours, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bitcoin. Um, yeah, we, we're definitely trying to take that orange pill that people are giving and saying like, look, you know, 
wash it down with an Oshi pill. Yeah. <laughs> because it's going to help that orange pill go down a lot smoother. <laughs> there you go. And what I'm going to bring is I'm going to say, hey, hey, rancher, you need to you need to turn your cow into an Oshi cow, you know, and uh, <laughs> I believe, uh, you know, we already have a kind of an Oshi cow that was done by the meme factory for us, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was I awesome. That. But, I you know, that. let's get back to behavioral analysis. OK, I'm going to talk about this, people. People want you to go in there. They want your they want your business, but they also want your feedback. They also want to your connection. They want your spirit. So empower them in ways by providing feedback. It's called vibration. It's called signal. It's called developing an algorithm within communication. And it's so important that you come with basically empowerment and value. So this is something that you can bring into your lifestyle, then you can start talking about it. You know, we're talking about Congress Street. We're talking about Rainy Street. Me, Texas Slim, lives in a little place called Canyon, Texas. Well, <laughs> guess what? I drive a truck and I use a lot of damn gas. So that's who I am. There's a lot of space in Texas and I do a lot of driving. Well, I'm going to have to get a new damn truck because my truck's got too many miles on it. <laughs> and the only thing that I want for Christmas is a new truck and a damn gas card. And I can't wait till we can buy gas with Bitcoin. But uh, that's another day. Um, soon, soon. I am seriously, I am creating a whole new lifestyle for myself. And my number one thing is getting beef to the brain and getting you Everybody listening to this, all the Bitcoiners, that's who I'm talking to. The rest of the world is going to follow. It's the Bitcoiners. And if you want to be a Bitcoiner or if you want to be part of the Beef Initiative, then jump on. But I'm going to go and I'm going to shake these guys' hands. I'm going to invade their space, but I'm doing it because I want to bring something that they, I know, I know for a fact that they need. Beef and Bitcoin is going to merge. And, you know, you and I have been talking and, you know, Oshi, the Oshi app is going to be that bridge right now. We know that. You and I know that. And we, we've identified all the value adds. We've identified the issues on both sides of is basically, let's just say food production in general. Right. From farmers to ranchers to animal producers to uh, food producers. They like to be all called different names. But let's just talk about food production and the bridge that needs to happen to, you know, food production to the Bitcoin, you know. And so the Bitcoin world, the Bitcoin value, the Bitcoin space, the, the decentralization of it, everything that we know that Bitcoin is. And so I'm going to go talk to these people. I'm going to look them in the eyes and everybody's heard me say this. I'm going to look them in the eyes. I'm going to shake their hand and I'm going to say, tell me how you do your business. Let me know what you do this for, why you do it, why your product is so valuable. Once they basically are able to communicate their value to me, I'm going to say, you know what, you want to store that value in a way you've never been able to store that value. You want to grow some balls now because you are a rancher. You got big balls. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's time to get in front of this and front run what's coming at you. And now I'm talking to the ranchers. You need to understand that they're coming for your cows <clears throat> right. and they're going to do it in ways that nobody's willing to talk about. And it's, it's, there's a lot of corruption out there. There's a lot of manipulation on the prices. 
And so what Bitcoin and the OSHI app and the Texas Beef Initiative is going to be able to allow you to do is, is cut cost, give it back to the consumer that wants to eat and consume your product and who wants to take care of their families and their children and let them be healthy and powerful in this age of corruption of our food and the harvest of deception. So, you know, that's kind of the serious point of this and kind of you, you speak to, of your perspective of what I just said about bridging that and, and you bring up what you see as the value and how you see it right now. And then and I'll kind of paint the picture, you know, on down the line with the roadmap. Yeah, absolutely. So right now asking people to jump from the legacy financial system to Bitcoin, um, you know, it, it, it's like it's like we're walking on a tightrope over the Grand Canyon and we're like, come join us, you know, and we're balancing on this thing. Come on over like oh, Bitcoin's the future. Just you just got to get across this thing here. And people look at us like we're crazy sometimes. Right. And that narrative is shifting because there are connections and bridges being built to cross that chasm in a way that makes people feel safe and secure. And they they're wrapping their minds around all of this. Right. Oshi is just a bridge that helps link the legacy financial world and and well let's say let's say businesses who are not yet on bitcoin and it helps get them across that chasm to a bitcoin economy effectively um that's that's ultimately what we're trying to build here um and yeah i'm sorry what, what was the other question there slim well, it's just, you know, the value out of the basically of the the rancher being able to bridge that gap, you know, right, you know, we're walking that tight line. We're not asking the rancher to to get rid of any uh, of his legacy system that has gotten him here. That's, you know, especially a good rancher that, you know, really does it right. We're not going to get into that argument, but somebody that is is built on legacy that knows their value and basically how they can, you know, trap that value and basically retain that value and store that value in a way that they've never been able to do. Because, you know, as far as food production, all the middlemen that we have going on right now in food production, people really don't understand how many middlemen they are, how damaging they are to the price manipulations of our food, uh, of the nutrition manipulation of our food. It's caused by the middleman. The, right. the manipulation doesn't happen from the producer to the customer, the customer and the producer are the ones that are getting exploited here. Well, guess what? We have a tool now where you can end that damn manipulation and that corruption, and you can do it by the consumer going up to your rancher and shaking his hand and say, I want to provide you some value because I know you're doing it for me. Let's create this partnership. Let me tell you something. I've got something called the OSHI app. It's a bridge. It's a bridge that you've never heard of. Let's have a discussion. I want to buy your beef and I want to send some dedicated and very loyal people in your direction. Do you have five minutes to talk to me? Right. You know, and, and what are they going to be talking about? They're going to be talking about exactly what you and your team have engineered together. Yeah. I mean, we have like KNC Cattle, right? Has they're, they're on the OSHA app. They're, they're, you know, working on getting some, some promotions on there. But, you know, we have like 45 you know, Bitcoin enthusiasts just chopping at the bit, just ready <laughs> to buy beef mm -hmm. from them, right? They're ready to sure. be loyal 
consumers, and I'm sure they've already had a lot of people as well reach out to them that are that are from the Bitcoin community, right? Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately, the more the more you can go farm to market, or just you know business to consumer without all of these, you know, business to business, to business, to business, to consumer. Um, it really, it really, you know, the, the water is very murky right now. The more middlemen get involved, the more it distorts the market signal, the more it distorts the pricing, the more uh, possibility there is, uh, you know, for manipulation of the market whether it be due to just simply greed or malice or some other just human reason the 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 less you can subject the market to the inherent you know flaws of humans the more free the market can be so if we can just go from direct you know market or sorry a uh, farm to market or you know direct to consumer um you can cut out all of these middlemen that are increasing the fees and, and, you know, Oshi effectively, Oshi is a tool. Oshi is effectively a middleman, but it's a middleman that can cut out hopefully a ton of middlemen in the process. Right. right um, that's kind right. of the ultimate thing because what we're enabling them to do is just accept a payment over the, you know, Bitcoin or lightning network, you know, instantly, you don't have to go yeah. through all of these other people before you receive your money. You're able to go direct to consumer and, and effectively, you know, we think that's going to be huge because how much costs would that save these ranchers if they're able to just go direct to consumer? And I don't, I don't particularly know those figures, but I guarantee you it's, it's definitely more than a couple percent. And if they were able to take that percentage, let's say 10% that they could save. And they could they could leverage that and say, you know, we're going to give you three percent back in Bitcoin rewards if you buy through the Oshi. They can then pocket that other seven percent. It's going to be good for them. It's going to be good for the consumer. It's going to be good for the entire community. And that that's what we're trying to do here. Well, and that's a good point. Let's talk about the middleman. I'm going to paint a picture to everybody. And you know, I I have a, a producer up here. People know uh, he's been on a couple of my podcasts, Justin. He brought up a good, very good point about the middleman and what what is going on. Let's talk about how things used to be. You had, let's say, a rancher. The rancher might have processed his own beef, or he knew somebody in his county that was local that processed the beef. Well, that beef was sold to his neighbors or to the community at the grocery store, and that was it. That's how meat production and supply went processing everything there was very few little men middlemen okay now let's look at our global one world food group okay most of your processors basically in this country are owned by the big four even if they're a microprocessor or acting like a microprocessor i can guarantee you that they're owned by jbs cargill or National or Tyson. If they're not owned by them, they are definitely supported or monitored by these big four processors. My local processor, what he is doing, he's bringing a, a processor to the county in which I live in, and that's Potter County. Okay, guess what? He's gonna raise that calf. He's gonna plant that grass, or a lot of times he doesn't even have to planet because it's native grasslands and if he's going to feed he's going to feed something that's not a hot mix 
hot mix meaning it's full of crap he's going to feed them if he's going to finish them off on grain he's going to finish them off on grain that he knows is good for that cow guess what he's going to process that cow he's going to harvest that cow then what he's going to sell that cow how many middlemen right there has he eliminated at least 10. okay who saves from eliminate those 10 middlemen you do the bitcoiner plus he does he gets to provide a better price he gets to compete with heb he gets to compete with central market whole foods anybody out there he wants to compete with he gets to compete with them that is amazing and that's what people are not understanding here and they're saying that well beef is too expensive this industry already exists beef to table let's just say it that way beef to brain it already exists is just people don't have access to it they don't know how to find it that right. is one of the strong aspects of what the texas beef initiative is going to bring okay and then once we bring that awareness that information that uh you know that logistics i i would like to say that type of mindset of lifestyle that type of behavioral analysis that we need to bring into the bitcoin world you know what do we do well we introduce something a powerful tool a powerful application it's called the oshi app right yeah i, I was up in in redding california well said by the way hey I, I was up in redding california i was trying to find some i wanted to buy like a quarter cow and uh you know i was pretty occupied so i i, I just kind of wound up giving up uh, but I was I was trying to find a quarter cow. So I was like, oh, yeah, look up this ranch. They do a quarter cow. I'm like searching for them online. I couldn't find their number. I couldn't find anything. They had they had very little digital presence to where I just kind of was like, well, I just, you know, I'll just have to go and, and buy it from the local butcher. Like I, I, I didn't I didn't ever find them. You know, if, if I had had a tool where I could find all the local ranchers and farmers in my area where I could call them up, like you said, I could shake their hand, I could buy their beef. That would have been a godsend. It, it reduces the friction. I mean, ultimately, like I, I, I do care about regenerative agriculture. I care about, you know, locally sourced beef. And again, fortunately, the butcher that I go to is, you know, grass fed, grain finished, local. But, but if I had been able to reduce that friction, I would have gone straight to that rancher <laughs> and bought that cow, right. you know, but because the friction was there, even somebody who was interested in buying direct from the rancher, I, I kind of slipped on, through the cracks. Can I touch on something real quick? You brought up something very good that I, we need to start bringing up more. You, you use the word friction. Let's, let's take a, let's take a moment. It's Saturday morning. You have a family, let's say two kids, husband, wife, let's just say that just, just, just because it's a traditional family and so what do you have you have friction right now whenever you're buying your food what's the most important food out there if you don't believe me you're wrong it's protein animal protein pure animal protein is the best thing that's ever happened to us so don't let that ever escape you so you're having friction being able to uh acquire that animal protein so friction is causes stress it causes confusion it causes us to think in different patterns it causes emotions that we don't like friction is not good what you need is you need a good vibration that you can two signals attract to each other well two signals that attract to each other is somebody that gets up at 3 30 in the damn morning to go raise your animal protein and is proud of doing it and wants to talk to you about it 
Well, guess what? That that eliminates a lot of friction right there because you want to take care of your family. You're going to be loyal. That's eliminating all that friction that you're talking about. And that's the part of the lifestyle that I'm bringing into this, this discussion with the Texas Beef Initiative. It is a lifestyle change. It is a form of new awareness and is a form of empowerment that a lot of people don't really realize. I'm not doing, I'm not a market. Well, I worked in marketing, but I hate marketing in a lot of ways. <laughs> but anyways, uh, what it is, is basically, you know, this is not a, a hard pitch. This is something that gives you power. It makes you feel better. It makes you more confident in your life whenever you know as the TV and as the signal and everybody tells you about food and the, the shortages and the lack of nutrition, guess what? You front run all of that and you do it by eliminating that friction. Right. And I definitely, I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, again, I, I want to, I want to reiterate something I said earlier in the podcast. It's that, you know, although everything is online, we can buy anything at our fingertips. The reality is that most commerce is done in store. Um, that's because most small businesses do not have a feasible way to engage with less friction, you know, less cost in online commerce, right? You know, let's say, you know, for me, I tried to find those ranchers, right? And, and, and I couldn't find it. There was too much friction. I just wind up going straight to, to my local butcher or people go to the grocery store. Instead, they go to what is known. If you're looking for something in your community and you can't find it, where do you go? You go to Amazon. You're just going to order from Amazon. It'll be on Amazon. It's super easy. It's less friction. They're going to deliver it to your door. Most businesses, small businesses do not have access to that. What if they did? This is the picture I want to paint for everybody. What if they did have access to easily market and promote themselves at a local level on a platform that was feasible for them? It saved them money. It helped them get involved with Bitcoin, future-proof their business, and engage with their customers in a way they've never been able to before. Like That's what we're trying to do with Oshi. And that's that, in my opinion, is one of the biggest problems um, which which like these these corporations are, are leveraging their online digital presence and and they're able to just pump millions and billions of dollars into that marketing collectively to to leverage that even further and small businesses are left just with with you know less than satisfactory websites they they have you know a very little social media presence very little, you know, incentives, online incentives for customers to purchase their products and services with less friction. What Bitcoin enables is this e-commerce revolution. It's e-commerce for the little guy. Like as we touched on, 85% of retail commerce is done in store, just 15% online. And if you go to like a developing country, it's 96% is done in store, just, you know, 4% is online. The internet is relatively ubiquitous. Why are we not seeing more businesses playing on a, a more level playing field in the digital space? And it's because of the money. It's because of the financial rails. Incorporating Bitcoin into that mix is going to spur this e-commerce revolution. It's going to take every single small business digital. It's going to take every rancher digital in a way that makes sense. And I'm incredibly excited to be helping usher that in. And that's that's what really in the beginning, whenever you and I started talking about, you brought that up about e-commerce. 
And man, you, you're spot on with that, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that, you know, the 85%, they do not understand the, the friction of the small business owner. And they don't understand the basically the type of uh, vibration and algorithm you can build with your small community, you know, right. and it's going to happen. And you're front running a lot of this and I'm, I'm, I'm happy and proud to do it with you. Right. You know, because I was I was kind of stumped. <laughs> I said, hey, you know, we're going to bring Bitcoin to beef. And, you know, I didn't have the solutions. But now I know I do have the on ramp to those solutions. I have that bridge and I'm fully confident in that. And, you know, and, you know, our partnerships are going to be pretty crazy uh, in the beginning. We're going to work through and people need to understand software adoption. They under, need to understand behavioral adoption. Uh, awareness. There's bumpy roads ahead. There, there's going to be some, you know, some small battles that we lose. There's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be some gotchas. But right now, right now, today that we're talking in the first of December in 2021, and I'm going to kind of paint a picture for 2022, this is going to be pioneering time. This is going to be a time to pioneer our way into the discussion. We're going to be business advisors in ways. We're going to be cultural advisors in ways. We're going to be lifestyle advisors in ways. We're going to be critics. We're going to be a lot of different things. And we have the full spectrum. We have all the key assets that we need to be confident that we can do that. Because we're bringing some education. We're bringing some data. We're bringing a lot of facts that a lot of people probably hadn't thought of. But I know you got there with Bitcoin. I know I got here with Bitcoin. And so, you know, there's industries out there that need us. There's small businesses out there that need us. There's ranchers that need us. There's consumers that need us. They just really don't understand yet. And we have to be relentless with this. We really do. We have to really make it part of our MO on a daily basis. And you do it in your own special, unique way. Find that within you to where you can actually create this dialogue with another human being. That's the mission here. And so, you know, my focus and my compartmentalization that I allow into my life is going to be, of course, the Texas Beef Initiative. You know, and I'm going to bring it to my small town of Canyon, Texas. I've shown pictures of it. You know, it was a debt. I wrote a piece yesterday. You know, Texas Beef Initiative is your heritage, too. It's true, you know, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring back the heritage of my small town. That small town called Canyon, Texas is going to be on the Bitcoin standard. I'm going to make sure of it. And if there's people that want to leave the big cities and they want to come to small town, Texas, shoot me up. Let's get a plan. Come. Right. I'm inviting you. Let's do this. We don't have to go to I love Austin. Austin's halfway <laughs> my home, too. So right. I get to claim it. I live there more than anybody that says they live in Austin. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gen Xer. I got there before you. But right. I love Austin. But you know what? This also is going to be one in the small town. Definitely. This is going to be one in all these dead towns that they destroyed. And we're going to bring it back with Bitcoin. We're going to bring it back with beef. We're going to bring it back with food. We're going to bring it back with the OSHA and uh, the Lightning Network. and. Um, I wouldn't be saying this. I wouldn't be putting my, my small town, you know, on the map unless I really believe it can happen. I wanna, I've gone out and done my recon, folks. I know what I'm talking about here, and it's a possibility. 
And if you need all the lights and glitz and glamour of New York City, you're not going to find it. But if you want to find some tradition and some heritage, you want to find some um, people that you can talk to, you want to find a slower role in your life, you want to find some power, well, come talk to me and we'll have a discussion because it's going to happen. And it wouldn't be happening as fast as it's happening without meeting you, Michael. I just want everybody to know that. Yeah, we fiat the fiat culture has really led us astray. I think um, it's it's increased our time preference. It's kind of led us to to forget about our our heritage a bit and and the way of life that's been taking place for thousands of years. What we're experiencing over the past, you know, let's just say at least over the past few decades, is in my opinion an anomaly. The divergence from from a cash based, you know local commerce to a digital you know non-cash based economy that is an anomaly and it has Mm. profound effects like even if it's just from you know prior to the debit and credit cards if you hand it as a consumer you handed somebody a twenty dollar bill that twenty dollar bill is gone so the consumers are a little more savvy that is final instant settlement without any payment processing fees, right? Uh, today, you swipe your card and you could just, you know, suck your thumb and call the bank and say, they, you know, this business hurt me or whatever, and that business loses their money. Um, it, now it puts all the power in the hands of the consumers and the consumers don't have a reputation to uphold. The businesses do through this digital payments system with 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 the debit and credit cards and although it's improved a lot of efficiencies and it's certainly wonderful it's come at the cost of reversing the roles of of the business and the consumer um and and i think bitcoin fixes that bitcoin is the digital cash bitcoin is a way to restore kind of the way that we've done business for thousands of years on a digital level um, without without completely flipping the incentive structures and leading to increased centralization, Bitcoin actually puts the power back in the hands of the businesses. Um, it, it can it can help make consumers more savvy again. Um, it can help lower the time preference of the entire community and keep wealth local without having to swipe your card and send X percent of every transaction to Wall Street that are effectively in bed with major corporations funding their stock buybacks, you know, funding their cheap debt, um, you know, and, and more importantly, not funding the small communities, not providing philanthropic, you know, things for the community, not sponsoring your soccer team you know Mm -hmm. kids youth soccer team or building a park there are more um the incentives for them are are much more involved in in financializing the economy and so we got we got to keep it local we got to fix this and and for those on the fence about bitcoin like bitcoin is the restoration of a cash-based economy in the digital world and it can help restore that heritage that you're talking about. The way that we've done business for thousands of years, basically a cash-based, you know, direct to consumer, market to consumer type of economy. We need that back. Yeah, we need it back. And I wrote in my piece yesterday about, you know, 
I was 19 years old and I was driving around a small town. <clears throat> it was dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was dead. I don't know if anybody's ever really looked at a, a, a small Texas town that dies, you know, in front of you. It was dead. And it, it's depressing. It, it brings a form of depression over the community. And, you know, as, as far as be it in the churches, be it into the, uh, the children's uh, athletics, be it into the young children's minds, be it into the people that have lived there their whole life, people that are trying to get started in this world. It, it, it creates a depression. Well, that happened after 1971, folks. What the right. fuck happened in 1971? It was a slow roll of depression that hit hit my community in the mid to late 80s. My community was dead. We had a strong university there. It, it almost died. Well, guess what? It's bad. It's a damn good university. Guess what? We had a county square. Every business was, you know, boarded up. Guess what? Every one of those businesses are new businesses now. There's something going on in these small towns, and Bitcoin's going to bring these small towns back. Everybody dreaming about being in a different place. And, you know, wanting to have a different life right now, you know, tired of being in L.A., tired of being in the big city, tired of being in a suburb, you know, well, guess what? You know, if that small town is not exciting enough for you, well, then bring the damn excitement. You're the one, right. you know, you know, bring your unique quality of life to those small towns. We're talking about pioneering. It's time to pioneer a new lifestyle. Because if you don't go defend those small towns, we're done because they're forcing people into the cities. And we need the people in Bitcoin that live in the cities. Don't get me wrong. There's people that have to thrive in cities. We all have done that. We've all been there, most of us. But we want to understand that we've got to also protect these small communities. And the, one of the best ways to do that is with, you know, the Bitcoin standard, the lightning and Oshi, you know, and stuff like I'm doing as far as decentralized food. So that's kind of a tangent I wanted to get through today. <laughs> yeah. and kind of make a make a pretty strong point about what's going on. Like, let's talk about the Texas Beef Initiative and our our partnership and how we're going to move forward with that. You know, because we're about to release our platform. I want everybody to know that it's our phase one platform. It's going to be a website, but. Also, we are building a software platform that will be the beef initiative as well. And uh, it's going to be uh, it's pretty going to be pretty badass. And then what also I am in talks with and I just want to throw this out there. This is just something I'm throwing out there is to truly create a beef industry within the Bitcoin world where it is kind of a subscription to where you are guaranteeing that you're going to buy that bit, uh, that beef with your Bitcoin. And we are going to have a partnership with the rancher where he only sells to this subscription-based business that is Bitcoin only, Bitcoin standard transactions. That way we can get some foods. My ultimate goal is to get everybody to have food security for two years. And there's a way to do it. That's the long-term goal with the, the Texas Beef Initiative. So I just wanted to throw that signal out there. But right now, our platform is going to basically be released very soon in the next couple of days. 
and you know our partnership as far as onboarding is what you and i've been discussing with i've been discussing it with your developers and everything and so let's let's kind of paint a picture of like what happens when somebody goes to texas beef initiative and they want to onboard their rancher uh kind of you do it from your perspective and then i'll tell everybody from my perspective of the platform yeah, sure. So, you know, if somebody were to see that, you know, their their rancher is on Texas Beef Initiative, they can then, you know, like you said, go with the farmer in the eye, shake his hand, set up a meeting and say, hey, I want to help you take your beef direct to the consumers. And people are willing to pay in Bitcoin to do that. You can pre-sell your beef. You can, you know, like we talked about earlier, um, leverage uh, the, some of the, the arbitrage, some of the processing fees and the middlemen fees they're using to give people a discount to incentivize them to do so. And, um, you know, ultimately we're going to put the power in, in the hands of Bitcoiners or, you know, just, uh, regenerative agriculturalists all across the world and sure. just say, you know, go talk to your rancher and explain to them using Oshi as a tool, <clears throat> why it is important for their business to consider accepting Bitcoin and how it can empower them. Yeah, so whenever the platform does get released, all you got to do is go Texas Beef Initiative, boom, get the app off the Texas Beef Initiative, and then go do your work. It's that simple. And it's this is going to be a crowdsourcing community effort, Bitcoin community effort. Um, one thing the platform is going to have is we we have scraped the internet. We've, we've been pretty diligent about it. Uh, it's going to be a pretty broad scrape in the beginning. I believe we have across the united states we have about i don't know fifteen thousand uh producers and ranchers and animal protein suppliers that is going to be in this index and so this is a broad shot this is a shotgun shot you know we're spraying it out there what we're going to do also in that same section and it's going to be under producers and suppliers is that you can do a search through zip code through state through city and so things are going to pop up. But also, if you're already out there, and I'm going to ask, this is my plea, this is the interactivity of the Texas Beef Initiative, is that you can come to the Texas Beef Initiative and you can put in your rancher and supplier into our index. And that will be searchable to everybody after you've supplied that information to us. By doing this, by crowdsourcing information and sharing and continuing our scraping of the internet and getting the real hardcore data that we're all really looking for, um, we're going to be able to build an index that's going to be very powerful. Once we start getting something that's more honed in and laser focused on that index, you want to talk about some um, data that's going to be very powerful for the Bitcoin community and for onboarding and for basically general awareness being able to create that relationship. You know, if you can't get out of the cities, we're gonna tie you into people that you can call or you can go onto their online presence, e-commerce, whatever it's going to be, and you can secure that beef. There's gonna be a way for everybody out there to secure their beef. And it's just not gonna be Texas. Texas is just leading the way right now, very humbly and with <laughs> humility. And so, you know, that's how that first phase is gonna work. And so our, you know, with you and I talking, I thought that was the best way. If anybody wants to do any type of animal protein or anything, just come to, because we've designed the software, we've got the reference codes, everything built in. And so you can just come to the Texas Beef Initiative and, and download that app 
and do there's going to be onboarding directions and everything and of course they'll be reaching out to me or the team to be able to say hey you know i i need i need some help here i need some dialogue i need to i've got an idea whatever it is you're going to be able to have that interaction with me and the team so excellent yeah i mean we we have the tools we have the data we have a passionate group of individuals that are that are looking to you know empower their communities and we have a way to monetize that you know i call that weaponized bitcoin evangelism we have a way for people to empower themselves and their communities and get paid in bitcoin to do it and uh yeah that that definitely should not be overlooked i've already had a bunch of people reach out to me i'm sure you have too um mm -hmm. that are like hey how can i do this how can i you know I'm, I'm going to my local rancher like maybe the next few days like what do i need to do and i sh shoot them over the the oshi playbook that's mainly catered towards uh, small businesses at this stage we'll need to do one specific to uh to ranchers but right. um you know yeah people People are already out there. They're they're uh, hitting the farmland. <laughs> they're hitting right. the streets in the city, mining their city, and they're hitting, you know, the pastures, uh, mining mm -hmm. their protein right now. So it's exciting. Yeah, and you know, we're creating a funnel for everybody to be able to go to. Just say, hey, go over here. You know, point them in that direction, and we're going to make it very easy and you know, very uh, in a comfortable way, and something you know to consolidate all the information into that playbook that is the TBI playbook with Oshi. So that's going to be. I think that's a huge value add right now because it is. It it eliminates a lot of the confusion. Eliminates you know, and it's 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 empowering in a way, and people can you know, I want to get this up and running before. Let's talk about this. You know, we're in the first of December here, mm -hmm. and you know, I want this to be everybody's conversation at the dinner table over Christmas. This is going to be important. There's going to be a food supply manipulation that's going to hit hard people in 2022. There's a, there's a thing called ammonia, and ammonia is being decreased in supply across the world. Well, ammonia is used in fertilizer. Well, fertilizer is used to uh, grow grain. <laughs> Well, grain is eaten by most of the industrial food, uh, animal protein. Well, guess what? There's not enough ammonia to last for the rest of the year. What does that do? That drives up food prices. That drives up inflation. That eliminates your food supply when it comes to animal protein. That's going to happen. There's a, it's definitely going to happen. Well, what happens whenever your animal protein supply has been depleted? Oh, what happens? Well, they come in with a new fake commodity called vegetable protein, and it's going to be <laughs> hit and it's going to hit hard. And they're going to supplement your animal protein with a new poisonous vegetable. You can't even call it vegetable protein. It's chemical, GMO, bioengineered food. It's coming. So secure your beef and your animal protein now, and you can do it with the Texas Beef Initiative and with, in partnership, the OSHI app. And so, you know, that's, that's something that people need to understand. That's the roadmap that we're going to project out there. And that's basically, you know, the issues that we need to look at. And uh, so is there anything else we're running about an hour and 10 minutes here is there anything else that we want to touch on today because what i want to do is come back after christmas michael and you know kind of really paint out the picture of the year ahead of us 2022 but in closing today um what's going on and your next steps and anything else you want everybody to hear right now 
Sure. Um, so what we're working on now is uh, an onboarding process for businesses that'll take minutes. Um, it'll be so easy. They can start accepting Bitcoin so quickly. Um, so it makes the job of the person that's presenting the, the Oshi app to these businesses that much easier. Um, we're also working on kind of the, the referral codes, uh, hashing out some and fine tuning some of the incentive structures uh, to where people you know, really have a foundation with which they can get out there and, and start reaching their community, um, as well as just a variety of materials. So really, um, you know, you can you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter. It's at D-O-O-O-W-T-A or uh, at Oshi app um, on Twitter as well. Uh, you can look at our website, Oshi.tech, if you want a little more information. Um, and really, you know, one one thing I, I just want to leave everyone with is if you're looking to get involved in Bitcoin, in some way, aside from just talking about it and listening to podcasts, <laughs> which are important, download the Oshi app, shake the hand of your rancher, shake the hand of a local business owner, talk with them and show them how Bitcoin can empower them. Um, you know, kind of the whole thing that we talk about a lot, Slim, get off your ass, get out there, put a little work into your community. Proof of work is rewarded. So. That's kind of what I would what I would leave people. Yeah, with. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. I, I'm excited. Things are going to happen. I, you and I are you know, we're uh, we're up 20 hours a day. We're doing a lot of things. Uh, we're going to start seeing some payback. We're going to start seeing some um, momentum, some traction, and you know it's going to be pretty cool. Um, as far as my side of things, uh, everybody's going to be listening to this on December 9th. Uh, pay attention. It's going to be www.texasbeefinitiative.com texasbeefinitiative.com is now going to be live and going strong here pretty soon so i don't know maybe maybe it's wednesday night and you're listening to this maybe it's up and live already i don't know everybody just kind of kind of attract themselves to that url and uh, just know there's a lot of things coming after we launch this first phase of the the project and uh and, you know, I want everybody to know out there that, you know, um, this is going to get kind of shaky and it's going to it's going to be hard at times. You know, the beef industry is, is a tough industry. And I want all the farmers and ranchers out there to know that I respect the hell out of you. And uh, what I'm trying to bring to the discussion and to everybody that is involved here is that we've got to make some changes. I am not trying to ask you to eliminate your historical heritage or traditions or your legacy. I'm trying to make it better. Uh, there's a lot of powerful people out there that do not want this to be happening. And just take my word for it. You're going to be hearing more and more as we move forward. There is corruption in our food industry, and I am going to uncover it. And I'm going to do it in phases that's going to piss off a lot of these global corporations. So tune in, share this information with people, empower yourself, empower your children by providing them good solutions moving forward with this decentralized thought, decentralized forms of transaction, decentralized food. We're going to do this. We're going to do it as a community first and everybody else will follow. So share. Uh, stay strong, and we will talk to you soon, guys. I appreciate you for listening, and thank you, Michael. I always appreciate you. Hey, thank you, and thank everyone. Until next time. Take care. You bet. Take care, guys. Mm -hmm.